This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews from the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. This podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs. If you have not been on there yet, get on there, all right? Now's your time. I've been telling you for 25 episodes, get on BeatSource.com. They have got so many amazing curated playlists and songs and just a lot of stuff for you guys to explore. Um, We have like endless things from multi-genre playlists to curated playlists, Afro beats, hip-hop, big room, acapellas, instrumentals, all the all the best stuff. And I just got a crazy meeting where I got a preview of Link, the Link technology, which is coming very soon. And you're going to be able to DJ off the internet, cloud-based stuff. It's, it's next level, so stay tuned. Um, I want to thank all my beat sorcerers, everybody that's been rocking with us on this podcast, whether you're day one or you're just tuning in. Thank you so much. We're building this community together. Really appreciate it. Um, Feel free to hit me on Instagram at DJ Spider with questions, topics for the show, anything you want to talk about. I love to hear from you guys. Um, So on to our guest of the day on the 20 podcast. Today we have somebody that is a master of speaking with his hands from his insane wordplay and tone play routines online to rocking some of the dopest parties all over the place and continuously pushing other DJs to practice and really just be the best they could be. I feel like you watch this guy DJ in person or online and you're just like, okay, I gotta go practice. How the hell did he think of that? That was amazing. He's a true DJ's DJ. And we're super excited to have him finally on this show. Please make some noise for Chris Vio. What's up? What's up? What's up, Chris? Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling being locked in the house for 40 days or so? How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm kind of built for this. I like being home, but my wife and my daughter, they're like very social and they're getting antsy and they want to be out and about and stuff but i mean it's pretty cool yeah same thing like i am built for this and i could be home forever and i kind of love it um you know there's elements i want to be outside but same my family's like they're used to just being on the go so it's yeah a little tough in that respect (laughs) we're all locked in here together but um Yeah, well, it's great having you on the show. Like I said before, we are excited. We have so much stuff we want to talk to you about. I know you got this little cough, so uh, just want to tell everyone he doesn't have corona. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) You can't catch corona through the webcam yet, so I think you're good. This is like peak allergy season for me. I know, um, I don't know if you guys have seen my streams. Like I've been taking it to the backyard on Sundays and vibing out, but took a lot of work to get my backyard like that (laughs) like i basically like beat myself up like doing mad yard work and pulling weeds and now i'm (laughs) flaring up like crazy so damn it looks dope what you did with the lights all on top and everything but i feel you i know with the weather's like changing too so crazy with the hot cold and i'll be like oh shit i have coronavirus oh no i'm just like i have allergies like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'll go through the entire spectrum of being the sickest person to being the healthiest person all within 24 hours and then being back to normal yeah i feel it 
constantly so, disinfecting everything too oh my god it's like the wipe you know wipe me down wipe me down that's the <laughs> that's the song of this uh quarantine wipe me down <laughs> gotta make you gotta make that tiktok bro <laughs> wipe me down <laughs> i'm off wipe me down just my groceries every stupid thing i'm like ordering my son like hot wheels tracks i'm like all right you gotta wipe it down wipe it down wipe it down <laughs> i know what other songs are about wiping it down i guess dirt off your shoulders or something yeah <laughs> you could do some tone play right there we're coming up with concepts so fresh and so clean oh yes that's good yeah. <laughs> that would be tight that would mix with uh, wipe me down too the, like the same bpm yeah okay we're gonna work on that after this <laughs> Um, well, that was what I wanted to talk to you about first off was the live streaming. I feel like um, you're somebody that has a big following on the internet and you've been posting videos online for a long time. So it seemed like easy and natural for you to be one of the first people to transition to be a live streaming DJ during the quarantine. Um, just first off, can you tell us like what is your live streaming setup? What does it consist of? How are you doing it? So um, before this whole live streaming wave kind of hit, yeah. I used to DJ every day on the radio in my hometown of Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Um, I was on the radio every day and, uh, you know, I just wanted to take it to the next level because, you right. know, people, you know, they'd always send me videos, you know, posting like just, you know, videos of them listening to the radio and stuff. Right. And I was like, it'd be dope if I could just live stream the mix. So yeah. I did my research and I bought an iRig too. Um, oh, okay. It's it's like a old by now it's it's a little bit older but still works and you know like I literally hadn't used it in so long and then you know when this quarantine stuff hit and you know like the live streaming came about I busted it out, dusted it off and you know it's still working so it's basically just just that just to get the clean audio and um just an iPad. That's it. I mean oh, there's, there's 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 uh, a Obviously, there's bigger and better ways to do it, but, um, you know, that's how I'm doing it right now, so. Yeah, well, everybody has their own techniques, and then everyone's making videos and watching videos, and I feel like what I've learned is that there's no end. You can just keep adding and doing different things if you want, but you could also just keep it simple. Like, you, I mean, you're doing it nonstop, have good audience. Same with people like D-Nice and MOS, and they're keeping it real simple with just their phone or iPad and then going in through the rolling go or the iRig or whatever your process is. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. So keep it simple, people. Don't don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you can keep it as simple as as that or, you know, like I've seen you do some really dope stuff um with the graphics and I've seen other DJs. Shout out to DJ Wonder. His Instagram live is is really dope. Um, I mean so he's it just it just matters it. like if you're willing to put in the research and, you know, stay up till four or five AM on, on the internet and download everything, look up everything, you know, like do it. Yep. I know. I've been up all night doing it. Yeah, thank you on on my stream. I was trying on when we did the beat source stream on Twitch, I got these graphics made and then from there I've just been working with my boy who's an amazing art, graphic artist to just create these different scenes and then we figured out how to do it on Instagram, similar how Wonder is doing. So, yeah, over this past week, uh we helped little John, little John get on Sunday and do a dance hall set and we had him streaming on everything uh facebook twitch twitter instagram 
uh, YouTube, like all five platforms going with the graphics on everything, really good sound. We were going into, uh, you know, and we figured out a couple things that you could just run the S9 directly into OBS um, for the Twitch people out there. I know this is like, sounds like <laughs> another language, yeah, yeah. yeah, but nerdy DJ talk. But yeah, the possibilities are endless and wonder, I mean, like you said, just to talk about that some more, I mean, he's killing it with the graphics alone, the interactive watching videos with people, DJing, recording his live shows, and then even advertising for like margaritas to be picked up from a restaurant, having their number on the screen. I mean, yeah, yeah. A- I mean, like that's the, that's what's, you know, it sucks that we're in a situation that we're in, but this is like, this is like made everybody you know rise to the occasion and you yes know, invent new things and like this right we you know we we could have all been doing this before but now it's like it's fast-tracked it you know and everybody right is, this this is like a whole new lane so i would hope to see like i even thought about like hey man like you know maybe i'll just like give up a gig once a week and right. you know maybe i can brand this the right way and like just do it from home Right. You never know. Um, But yeah, I mean, it just opened up a whole new lane to where, um, not to sound like all about the money, but, you know, another, you know, way to to earn off of DJing. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, this is our job. And I think a lot of the people listening to this either want it to be their job or it is their job. So, and everyone's on different levels of, of the money they were making off of it. So I think... Yeah, not to be all about the money and we're doing it for the love. And I think that's what's being shown through this time too. The people that love DJing are just going on and doing it. But we do have to make money and we do have families and we do have everything to pay for. So, you know, I think the entrepreneurial spirit is dope to have within this, you know. And um, I think anywhere from people either just putting the tips donation thing on their uh, stream to trying to add value and like sell clothes or do their Twitch thing and get subscribers or work with restaurants who also in the same position, they need help. So you could partner up with them, make a little money, help them out. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. Like the possibilities are infinite right now. Yeah. yeah, It's really cool. Yeah. So props to wonder and everyone pushing the envelope with uh, what you can do with this streaming stuff. I hope Instagram doesn't take that ability away that, that you can stream from your computer like he's doing. Cause it's pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, I I would hope that, um, you know, like, just like their numbers got to be crazy right now. You yeah. Know, like, like people are, are on Instagram or whatever other platform, you know, way more than they, than they were, you know. So like people like us, you know, who are giving an, uh, the audience like a reason to tune in, um, I would hope that they would like have our backs in some sense down the road. Uh, yeah, and like, and realize that this is like a, a good thing for Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or whatever, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I feel like Twitch has been the main one to like embrace it, you know, and be like, "Hey, come over here." The rest of them are just kind of like, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's a lot that we don't understand, like in terms yes. of like legal things and licensing and stuff like that. That all has a lot to do with it, and I know a little bit about that, you know, just because. Right. The people I know and, you know, the circles I roll with, but I don't know everything, but right. I know well, that, that. What do you, if you're allowed to talk about it, do you, what do you know? Like, I know we were discussing something about a potential whitelist that people can be on to avoid copyright. 
issues. And that's been one of the number one things people DM me. Hey, how do you get around the copyright cops? How do you not get pulled down? I'm like, I don't know. There's no, you know, silver bullet answer. But I mean, what do you think about that stuff? Is there a white list or what do you know? I've heard that there is a white list. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but you know, people talk, but you know, like right. I, I believe it to be true. Right. Um, beca- because I see certain people that are on for extended, you know, amounts of time and they're not getting kicked off and, you know, right. it's cool, but you know, at the same time, it should be the same for all DJs, you know, yeah. um, in my opinion, but I, I, I really do think it exists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Illuminati. <laughs> That's the yeah. Illuminati for DJs getting on the white list, being able to play for eight hours on Instagram without getting kicked off. There's like a certain sign or like sticker you have on your equipment when you're playing <laughs> it's on your laptop it's like a little uh, qr code and then it can be scanned and like he's part of the illuminati <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, I, I get hit up with that all the time and um, right i'm not on the list or anything right like i that. saw I, you had I, to change to another you had to make a backup account just in case right yeah i mean i was i was freaking out a little bit but um if you want to go follow me on that account it's just at the DJ Chris Villa. That's okay. It. I just added the. But um, but yeah, like I was streaming one night and I guess just like, I don't know if it was the amount of hours. I was having fun. I was just playing for, I don't know, a long time. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that set it off or maybe it was just like a song I played. But they had to kick me off for like a day or something. Oh, they um, kicked you off and you couldn't go back on. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, and it didn't say like when I would be allowed to get back on so damn and in that you know instance that's like when i made a backup account um, right just in case but yeah i think you could use the backup account to start beef with yourself and pretend it's another chris <laughs> via <laughs> yeah <laughs> you nah, can really blow a, yourself up <laughs> i had people like hit me they're like yo is this you you want me to get get this person or that? I'm like, nah, just like yeah, wear really cool. weird clothes on that account, and then <laughs> battle yourself. Be like, "Yo, I'm the real Chris Villa. I'll kill you." <laughs> and then they're like, "Damn!" And then both the accounts grow. <laughs> yeah, you could have a live battle with yourself. All right, I'm just Mark- thinking of marketing ideas here for you. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, I like it. Well, like you said, you were like, I mean, I've seen you on there almost since the beginning and almost longer than anybody. I mean, you'll do these crazy long streams, whether it's in the day or the middle of the night. Um, I was I was saying earlier, like, you seem like you're treating it like a job, which I think it's good. I mean, do you have like a schedule? Do you do like Mondays at this time or what's your deal nah. with that? No, nah, I just get on when I feel like it. And shout uh shouts to my wife because like it, yes. you know like being you know like a dj dad like a family man right. a husband you know like you really uh <clears throat> excuse me yeah. no rona corona free um <laughs> i gotta you know like we gotta coordinate together like you know when's the right time for me to get on because once i start going it's hard for me to stop you know like i, I know. just, just want to play um but yeah there's there's no set time i just Whenever I can get on and whenever I'm feeling it, that's that's it, you know, which was really a lot, you know, yeah. uh, when it first kicked off. Um, yeah, you've been on there a lot. I love the scenery change, too. I love when I'm like, oh, I'm in his backyard now. Oh, I'm back in the room. Oh, I'm over yeah. here now. <laughs> oh, the yeah. kids are running through. Okay. I, I like, you know, being in my room. It's just like, 
the zone. Like in the yeah. backyard, it's cool. It looks cool, but you got to worry about the neighbors a little bit. I know. You know, um, but uh, but that would add to it if you got a neighbor coming in throwing like a rake at you. Like that could be funny, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You're like, I get out! Oh, I got you. <laughs> Bottles coming over. S- Tomatoes. Side note, this this doesn't really have to do with me live streaming, but we had my son a birthday party. It was a Spider-Man birthday party. Oh yeah, in the, ba- in the backyard, and like my neighbor from you know right over the fence was throwing right. out his trash. And he had like these big, you know, like noise canceling headphones on. He was doing yard work. His shirt was off. And you could just like peek, like just peeking through like the the fence. You could see like he had a Spider-Man tattoo like on his back. No just like way. This, this dude with like a belly and like he was just like <laughs> so dope. Like just That's to a, see like, I don't yeah. know. It was bad coincidental, but. That's but yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It's like, yo, dude, you're invited. If it wasn't mm-hmm. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, the yeah, whole... this, this is pre-coronavirus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah having yeah. birthday parties now is so weird. It's like the whole, so many people are doing that drive-by birthday thing. Have you seen that? With a, like, yeah, yeah. Drive by the house, day. hold up a sign. Yeah. I'm like, that's, uh, it's, <laughs> humans can adapt, which I think is dope. Like, no matter what happens to us, we will adapt. We will have Zoom game nights and drive-by birthday parties and DJ yeah, on the I, internet. I mean, even, dude, I just figured out how to feed my audio into zoom the other night you know which really wasn't anything different than what i was doing on instagram but um but yeah i mean like if i wanted to it was just like maybe a group of 10 of us like on zoom and you know i was just messing around in the background they're like yo dj for us i was like all right right, hold on plugged in and you know you can do a couple dope things you can share if you're just like this you could do share computer audio only and then you can just play songs out of your iTunes or Serato, and it'll come out of their speakers as if it's on their computer. Um, so that's a dope way to like share music or play beats or work on a session. But you could also plug in your S9 and just use that as the audio and then DJ for the rest of the Zoom people, which is kind of dope too. Yeah, man. There's like, yeah, there's crazy opportunities. Like I've seen these Zoom nightclubs, which is nuts. You know, though you have to have a password, you have to buy a ticket have a password and then get into one room and then get a password from someone in that room to go to the next room. And there's like different DJs and things happening in all the different zoom rooms. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's like, it creates like a whole other position for like the industry, like the tech, yeah. the internet tech guy or whatever, who has all this, right. All this knowledge to make these things happen. Cause yeah, you it's a, it's even a lot just setting up, you know, Right. Just this, you know. I know. And it could be cool, like you mentioned, like after this, when we go back to normal, whenever that is, and we're DJing in clubs and bars, it might be dope to have a virtual night once a week now because we know that it's out there and people are used to it. And maybe a lot of those people were never going to the club. You were never going to get them out. So it would be nice to have a Thursday night or whatever night with them, you know, and, and get your online crew every week pop yeah, in yeah. and whatever, sure. whatever service it's on. Um, I heard like there's different, um, services like, you know, people can stream on all this stuff now, Instagram, everything, Periscope. But I heard that Mixcloud is coming out with a service like today, or they just came out with it in the next couple of days. Have you heard that? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if you brought it up the other day or whatever, but yeah, it's going to be, that's going to be a game changer. It, it, I mean, I'm just assuming that it would make sense because they have 
all the licensing in place. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I read about it today. I mean, you can, and I tested it. I saw someone doing it and like, it's legal because they have all the licensing. I don't think you can rewind. You know, there's some <laughs> things, there's some limitations, but um, it seems pretty dope. And people can subscribe to your select account and you can make money. So it's sort of set up to be legal and make money from it. But it's also the factor of pushing people to the different platform. Like, you, like you're saying, like trying to get the normal person who only watches on Instagram to learn a whole new platform, donate money and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I think was the it's thing a cool is opportunity. Like, yeah, when I made like the um, the second account to try to, you know, stream from that, the second Instagram account. Yeah. Um, you know, I had like a bunch of DJs hit me like, as if I don't know, like not right. to sound <laughs> like a jerk, but it's like, I know about Twitch, bro. Like, right. but they're just like, yo, get on Twitch, get on Twitch. But, right. you know, like it's, you know, I already have like my built-in audience. Um, yeah. And I like Instagram, and also like it's it's hard to explain to like my sixty year old Thea or whatever that streams yep. me religiously whenever I get on. Like, hey, go make a Twitch account or click this link, or if it's not buffering the right way, you know, click audio only or whatever. You know, it's just um, right for and now. We all, for now, yeah. I just want to keep it on on IG, but totally. And we all know how people are; they like things instantly, and if it doesn't work, they're out. You know, so. Like you said, everyone's on Instagram. Even that Teddy Riley um, babyface <laughs> battle, which so many amazing memes and funny things came out of. But they did it again last night, which they had problems again. It was so ridiculous. But same thing, you know, they should be doing that on Twitch or YouTube or somewhere they could have amazing sound. Honestly, I would pay to watch that those battles if they had better sound. But they still do it on Instagram because I think they still had 500,000 people even though it was horrible sound last night. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's where the another, audience is. Yeah, I mean, and that's a side note. Like, they they have the power to take that to another platform and make money. Yep. And who knows? I'm assuming that they didn't make money off of that, but that's right. what I was saying. Like, I would hope that down the road, like, Instagram, like, has our backs because, yeah. you know, that's that's, like crazy numbers that that these two legends are bringing together right. for these beat battles you know and like yeah like i said you know they could totally take it somewhere else and charge or whatever but they're keeping it on ig you know for right. free yeah um, that's amazing what do you think um and i like going back to the money thing with all of this like what do you think of the donation process thing and like adding the cash app to your thing and the Venmo like on Instagram or how like Twitch and them sort of have it built in with the subscribers. Um, I mean, I don't even have an opinion. I think it's, you know, people should do whatever they want. Like, um, but is that something that, that has helped you that you think is cool? Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've done it. Yeah. I, I mean, I do it. I mean, it's like right. you shouldn't. Um, I think as long as you're being classy about it. Right. Um, like I don't I'm not up there like begging, you know, yeah. but I, I do get a lot of people that, you know, hit me, you know, text me while I'm streaming or DM me, you know, while I'm streaming or after or whatever. And they're like, hey, you know, like you killed it. What's your Venmo? What's your whatever? So right. I just throw it. I just throw it up there. Um for the people that can and want to, like, it's there. But again, you know, like, I would still be 
on there. Like if I wasn't allowed to pin a comment on there or whatever, like I would still be on there playing. Of course, you know, for hours. Like it's it's what I love to do. Yeah. But um, you know, like I just think like it's all about how you go about it. But it's also you know like people you can't judge somebody like you never know what they're experiencing right now like right. Um, so and every little bit helps you know like I have a family I literally lost you know like all of my gigs overnight you know right um, like not to sound like a, a downer but you know like I, I'm oh, good right now like I ha- I have savings and that kind of thing but you know it's like you gotta kind of. Um, rise to the occasion and honestly i feel blessed that this is this is what i know how to do like this is what i've done since i was a kid this is what god has blessed me with like and did i ever think that during a pandemic that i'd be able to log on and still dj and make tips right no but so i think it's like really awesome that i'm able to to do that and make something like you know like yeah that's that's my take on it yeah. And I think that even beyond that, I think it's good. And beyond that, you being online or, or anybody being online streaming like that just shows anyone that might need that service or want to implement that service of a DJ streaming will know they can hire you in a way too. Because I see a lot of these event planners and nightclubs and all types of brands trying to adapt to this climate that we're in and they're starting to tap into the djs and and these live streaming people because they're like okay they got the numbers let's let's do this let's hire them on for our private party for our company through zoom or through twitch or you know whatever so i think it's good it could just all lead to more and more things and 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 a restaurant you know wanting to pay you to have their info on there for 15 minutes or you know there's so many opportunities that's that's uh i didn't think of it like that but i think it's cool to like you're being upfront about it because I think a lot of times like DJing, like it get like people get it. Um, they kind of like a lot of people just assume that it's just a hobby thing. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's so easy for me to just log on and open my laptop and start playing. Like, no, there's a whole process that goes behind it. Um, it's right. no different from DJing out in the world, but you know, now we have to do it here. So I think it's a good thing that, you know, being up front like hey you know like although it is an art and a culture um this is also a profession so yeah but um but yeah no it's the truth it's like there's some story of like an artist who drew like something on a train you know like on a napkin and then uh i i forget the exact story but they're like you know it costs this much and the person's like yo that just took you 10 minutes like and they're like no it took me like 30 years like i've been doing this for this long you're paying for that not you're not paying for the 10 minutes of me just you know drawing on the napkin like this is what we've been doing forever we put all this time in just to collect all the equipment behind you alone and have it you know and be able to buy all that and have it so yeah for um, sure you know people should be should get paid yeah, and, and even we'll just, I mean, all the ways. new equipment and plugins and stuff. That's, oh my God, well, that's, that's the thing. About, I'm like, you know? yo, I'm buying, I'm trying to figure out what to spend my money on. Do I need this new webcam? Am I getting this? Should I get a green screen? I literally just bought like the biggest roll of green paper on earth <laughs> I'm about to put on that wall. And hopefully by the end of this week, I'll be able to DJ in space or something. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Because I was like, all right, let's see. I'm just going to cover the wall green. I mean, it's like we're all public access TV producers now. Like, we're just trying to figure out how to use yeah. webcams, have guests on, like the most low budget, stupid looking things. But we're like, this is amazing. I love it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a, a lot of trial and error. A lot. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm up till four in the morning trying to get my GoPro just to like not have latency and just so much nerdy things. But it's all... To me, it's fun. It's annoying, and it's fun at the same time. This is, this is the kind of stuff I love, weird yeah. technical things. And once I get it figured out, it's amazing, and then I can just concentrate on the music and bring that to people. Um, for sure. For sure. Um, so do you think that, um, not to stay on the live streaming for that long, I mean, I want to I move on to some other stuff, but do you think that this is going to affect like DJing and also just music consumption by everyone after this um like the because it's almost like live streaming now is like the radio like i flip through it like oh what station oh chris via station's killing it oh shit i'm on d nice station now you know like i wonder if that's gonna carry on or if it's gonna affect the way we listen to music i mean what do you think about yeah that? um here actually give me a second i know yeah, you're getting those texts too from the <laughs> the the beat source people hold on oh second. yeah we're on a big uh worldwide <laughs> whatsapp oh the beat source oh other thing yes yeah we, yeah, yeah. we might be involved in something together <laughs> um uh yeah yeah so, oh yeah no i was just asking you like if you think about music consumption oh yeah, yeah. by people and, and djing like will this change because like we're playing different music than we play i log on and see you playing like low rider slow jams into like <laughs> a, you know club set into like a west coast into like all types of stuff you know that we're not necessarily going to do anywhere else um i wonder if this will carry on and change you know yeah like, um also I, the listening of people how they love the nostalgic music right now and stuff yeah you know? i mean i think what's cool about this is like i think personally is that it's it's um it's kind of weeding out, like, not to talk, you know, down about other DJs, but it's right. really showing who really cares and who's really passionate about this. Yeah. Um, you know, because, you know, the, it's the same people that are getting on, that are putting in the effort, that are playing yeah. different sets. And, you know, like, I haven't really logged in uh, and heard, like, like I, I don't even think I played, like, a new Drake record, like, on my thing. Like, I really don't right. have any care for that right now. Like, yeah. It's just... It, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just like, no, we're, we're I, giving, I know what you're saying. Well, we're, you're sort of speaking to what I was this, saying. Yeah. We're just giving all this music to people, whether it's old, you know, or new. And it's just like, people are, I feel like they're more open-minded to it right yeah. now. And I feel like they're not being like judged, you know, like if you're in the club and, you know, like, I feel like people react to certain music just because everybody else is reacting yeah. to it. But when right. you're in your house and you hear like a cool song that, you know, me or you are playing, like yeah. that's just what it is. Like you're not you're not reacting based off everybody else. You're reacting just purely just because of you like the song. And right. That's that's what I think is cool. So I would hope that this you know I I have been like tuning in to like different DJs and just you know, hearing like the different sets, it's like new Jack swing fashions doing one day or yeah. whatever, you know? And it's just like, it's making me go back and dig and like organize those things. So it's, it's sharpening my, my sword too. But, um, like when I, 
luckily like the gigs that I do play, uh, at least at home, like I have that freedom to like just do whatever I want. But you know, like coming out of this, like I'm just I'm gonna play way more music, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna change a lot of things. I think just the whole like live streaming lane is opened up a bunch of opportunities and you know i feel yeah. like just the the music that people want to hear is going to be a little bit different yeah and it's cool it's like the same way people are getting a look inside of, inside of all of our homes they're getting a look inside of our brain of what we want to share share musically with them stuff we love you know and just like it opens up that part of it in a way um and it, it opens us up to like making mistakes which is like something you posted a clip from the last podcast episode we had with fashion about um making mistakes and he's like i want to hear mistakes and you and you were saying how that you did that you posted a video of you making a mistake and then coming back from it and i think that's super dope because it just shows the human side of djing the real side of it and what we go through you know what i mean that nobody's perfect but you could still make something dope from a mistake right yeah yeah and obviously like people well i wouldn't say now because i know all my friends are drinking like every day and tuning in, <laughs> tuning i know i'm like yo you guys chill <laughs> but, but people are drinking say, so much i can't believe it like i log I on i'm like yo it's 11 a.m like <laughs> fools are like oh shot time i'm like what are you how are you at 11 p.m damn yeah man but no, I, I was saying, um, gosh, I keep losing my train of thought. No, it's all good. <laughs> uh, no, no, I was just saying like the mistake thing, how you were saying that fashion oh, talked yeah, about yeah. making mistakes. You talked about making mistakes and just like that's something cool that we see in the live streams. Yeah, know? yeah. so I was saying like, you know, when you're in the club and people are drunk, they're not really like, they don't really notice like unless the music yeah. like totally cuts off, but you know. I feel like um, it's more like intimate and people are paying more attention to what you're doing. So if you fuck up, um, that's what it is, you know, but recovery is, is, is everything, you know? So if I fuck up, you know, like I'll just bring it back and just be like, let's try this again. Because a lot, a lot of times, like when I do record a mix at home or whatever for one of my radio shows, that's what it is, you know, like. If I mess up, I either keep going or I stop and pick right. up where I left off and fix it, you know? Um, but yeah. Yeah, and mistakes are part of music, you know? not nothing. Something that's too perfect, it's just not even that fun to listen to. I've seen people like, oh, is this pre-recorded? I mean, you know. And then yeah, some... Me, yeah, me, so personally, me personally, I don't like listening to, you know, pre-produced, like, like crazy Ableton mixes that are just like blended yeah it's just like like i want to hear what you can do live you know and i think that that's what what's cool about the live streaming is you can see you know like how people play Um, yeah it's pretty cool i saw a four color zach do a stream last night on um mad decent's twitch channel for like this hoodie fest thing it was for flostradamus and i think he recorded it and filmed it and edited it and then they played it because it was so thought out but it was so dope the way he combined the video editing with the DJing. It was insane. Like he's putting filters on the screen and GIFs and connecting his loops of his songs with like Bugs Bunny cartoons. And it was definitely four color Zach style, next level humor. You know, <coughs> just seeing what people could do with this is just like, wow. Like it just, people are going to keep stepping it up, stepping it up. It was yeah. mind blowing. I loved it. 
Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him that he did it live because he's that dope. But even I know, but did, then the editing was nuts. Like each, like yeah, I mean that's a whole like process in itself to respect. I know, you know, like you got to dig up all that stuff and insert it in the right, you know, yeah places and stuff. Yeah, his brain should be like studied in a museum. <laughs> like, I don't know how it keeps track of all the references and connects. I mean, them. There, there is a hip hop museum, so like, well, I mean, there'll he, be a DJ museum one day. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's like all over the place. It's it was it was really cool, inspirational for sure. Um, do you notice like where you stream from? Do you get a better or worse reaction or numbers? Um, like if you're in the backyard or your room, or does it even matter? Uh, I mean, it's it's all kind of the same. Me personally, like I mentioned, like uh, I feel like I I have to be aware of my surroundings, you yeah. know, uh, when I'm in the backyard. So I I tend to zone out more when I'm just locked in my in my room. Um, right. So I prefer the room, but you know, I also like on Sunday, you know, like it makes it, you know, it makes it a family thing, you know, because I can yeah. set up my stuff. You know, the kids are running around freely in the back. You know, like. My wife is grilling and I'm providing the tunes. Um, yeah. So I try to, that's, that's why, you know, like I took it in the backyard because I didn't want to be secluded, you know, right. on the weekend, like in my room while they're all like doing Sunday activity stuff. I so. know. And you got to take advantage before it becomes a hundred and hundred like 90 degrees <laughs> where, where you live. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like there's a lot less people out and then, I know that that has some kind of effect on the environment, so yeah. I wouldn't, you know, like, I think personally, like, this time of year, like, it should be at least, like, five degrees hotter or something outside. Well, but. it's about, I saw, I mean, not to go into weather talk, but I, I, where I live, it's about to be, like, 100 degrees all week or 90-something. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't even, we haven't reached that yet. It's I crazy. know. It's coming soon. Hopefully that kills the virus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's even a thing. Um, dope. Well, um, I wanted to ask you about something that probably a lot of people want to know about your DJ routines. Um, you post some, you know, amazing ones on Instagram and do you put them on YouTube and stuff too? No, I actually, uh, that's another thing that, um, this quarantine has pushed me to do is to like, you know, uh, just pay some attention to my YouTube page. So I put a couple up there, but it's mostly just IG. Okay, but they're, they're huge on IG. Can you take us through the process of creating one of those? Like, how do you even think of it? Or is there a process? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. It's just, it varies. Like, if I hear a song, um, I don't know. It just varies, you know? Like, obviously, <laughs> right. obviously, you know, like, the DJ City stuff. Like, when I was doing the Trends uh-huh. thing um basically like what that was uh if you don't know but i did these videos called the the trends mixes right. so dj city would put out a, a monthly list of trending music from all genres stuff that was trending in the clubs or on radio and i would take that list and i would narrow it down to the stuff that i felt like i could you know fuck with and build off of and do something cool with um so yeah, that's like where the premise came for a lot of those routines, but other stuff it's just like you know, it could be like something that's going on in the world, you know, right. like like I did like a little like quarantine coronavirus thing with like Stevie Wonder, um just stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yesterday you had the I know it was a repost, but that 420 routine that you have. 
Yeah, yeah. And I just, I got like so a dope. bunch of videos for days, like, um, just not to brag, but you know, like I'm just always creating, like that's just who I am and what I love to do. So, you know, like I look, I like to look at DJing as like whatever I have in the bag, like that's my material, you know, like just because, yeah. just because Biggie released the song once doesn't mean like he can't re reperform it like at concerts again or whatever. So like, if that makes any sense, that's how I yeah. like to look at my DJ routines, you know, just like, and, and, you know, you put all this work into it. Like why just share it one time, you know? Totally. Yeah. That's why I was happy you reposted that 421 yesterday. Cause actually I had forgotten about it. And then I watched it again and I was like, Oh, I forgot how dope that was. You know, it was like dope. inspired me again. Um, and like, um, as far as, um, the, like your edits, like, do you, what goes into the process of those? Like, same kind of thing you just hear a song and you're like i need to make an edit out of that like you have some really dope transition even i hardly play transitions but i play some of yours that are really good and um because they're like tastefully done and they work like sometimes you'll do it with wordplay like a clap or something yeah, um, yeah i mean um i try to think of like things that would sound cool in a club, but that are still creative and that, yes. and less is more. And like, obviously in a club or radio setting, like how yeah. do I simplify that for like radio play or, or club play or whatever, um, depending on the song. And, you know, like if you follow my DJing, like I do a lot of wordplay and stuff like that. So that's just right. me like incorporating that into production, you know, like off of the turntables. Yeah. Do you work on your DJ stuff you know whether it's edits or routines or practicing scratching or whatever like a certain amount of time per day or you just kind of do whatever you can i mean my brain is always going so it's like um i wouldn't say that i work on it like certain amount of time per day but like you know if i'm in the car and i hear a song like it's like it's always like working so like you know like I'll, i'll just make a note on my phone or or whatever, and then, you know, when I have the chance to come back to it, like, crack open the laptop and, like, you know, get working on it. Right. And um, you're someone that really built themselves up through um, your local DJing. Obviously, you kill it, you know, where you live, but also through the internet. I feel like um, it wasn't as strong for maybe some older generations, you know, to come up, but I feel like you've built... A re- I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, a big network of people that you're cool with, that you work with from DJs to parties and clubs through your videos. Um, have you like, do you think that's a good avenue for other DJs to explore? And do you have any advice for them from what you've experienced by doing that? Yeah, I mean, um, so I just I don't know. I just uh Without even knowing, I guess I did myself a favor because, yeah. you know, like I, I just wanted to post stuff on the Internet. Like that's all it was. You know, like when I was on the radio every day, I'd be like, OK, well, how do I let people know that I'm going to be on the radio? You know, yeah. post like a, a little 15 second scratch clip or whatever, what it was at the time. And then that grew, you know, then people started checking for me. They knew that they could follow me to to see DJ videos and then, you know, right. um, so I would just say, like, just keep at it. Like, um, but it worked for me because without even realizing what I was doing, I started to sell myself. 
and right. create create my own lane, which is like such a blessing in disguise because like when a when somebody hires me to do a gig, usually they hire me because they see one of my videos. Yeah. So they so if if I go up there and scratch or whatever, like not to say that I'm gonna be up there like scratching for hours at a time, but if I do something, you know, like it's expected. Like they know that they're gonna get that because they see it, you know? Right. Um, so I would say like maybe you can do that now. Um, but see, like I unknowing, unknowingly did that, but maybe, you know, these new J- DJs can realize that, that that's what they can do to market themselves. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I mean, you've done a great job at it. I love everything you post, you know what I mean? All the videos and, and it, and then it's led you to some amazing places. I mean, and, uh, parties and, and meeting all kinds of people. Um, like you got invited to playlist retreat, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so for people who don't know, Playlist Retreat is thrown by Jazzy Jeff. He invites amazing <coughs> DJs and producers um, and musicians to his house and has just sort of the ultimate inspirational powwow of just creativity. I mean, what's it like? Can you tell us about mm-hmm. it and how you got invited and what did you do there and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, so it's um well it's a week long thing and okay. it's at his house and um so I mean like it's like X-Men like the school of of mutants or whatever like yeah. everybody everybody who gets invited has a superpower. That's you know, so, so so we're all good at something. We all have our thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was, so I, I guess like the story of how I got invited is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, cause I, I guess, um, I had already been on Jeff's radar, like on social media. Um, but you know, living in Phoenix, like he would never come play in Phoenix. So, you know, he, he's somebody that like we all look up to, you know? Yeah, um, of course. and I just, uh, I don't know. Like I just wanted to show him what I can do. So, you know, like utilizing the connections that I had or, um, I had been playing this club in, uh, Atlantic city. Um, it's called dare. Um, so yeah. So the guy who booked me there, shout out Zach. Um, he had posted that, that Jazzy Jeff was, was going to be DJing. So I hit him and I was like, yo, that's awesome. I was like, I want to open. And, um, so he's like, yeah, I mean, you can open. That'd be awesome. So I was like, all right. So like, I just humbled myself and I was like, you know, flew literally like did a Friday night gig, um, went like straight from my Friday residency to the airport, you know, took like a six hour flight, flew out there, um, open for him. You know, I guess I did pretty good. And then, uh, and then after that, uh, cause the club, you know, gets out, uh, I think the club stopped like at, f- yeah, like four, three, yeah, 3 a.m. or whatever. Three, four, anyway, yeah. it was like straight from the club, like an hour and a half drive from Atlantic City back to the Philly airport, straight to Phoenix, and I was doing my brunch gig by 11. Oh my um, God, that's serious yeah. business. So, um, so, you know, like I'm back to reality, like just doing my brunch gig, you know, after going from like opening for Jazzy Jeff and like, you know, like all these lights and everything everywhere, just, you know, the biggest shit to like, not to shit on my brunch, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's brunch. 
So, you know, I'm just, I'm just chilling there and, um, I, I get this text and it's just like, Hey Chris, you crushed it last night. Um, you know, uh, I'm having this retreat. I don't know if you know about it, but you know, would you like to come? And I was just like, yo, like, wait, I don't have this number in my phone. Like, I don't, I don't know who it is. So, um, my wife was like sitting, you know, she was at the brunch too. So I hit her, I was like, Hey, you know, like, I think this is Jazzy Jeff, but I'm not sure. Like, you know, should I just ask him? And she's like, yeah. So I was like, yo, is this Jeff? Like, he's like, yeah, man, it's Jeff. He's like, you want to come? And I was like, hell yeah. So like, he's like, cool, you know, like we'll set it up. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a humbling story and like, but it's also like just a story of like seizing your moment, I guess, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to put yourself out there like that, you know? Um, yeah. Also, you need to just starve your ego. Tell that to shut up. Be like, yo, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Don't. Don't, you don't want to feel like, oh, I'm too big for this. Like you said, humble yourself. Just take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And I and I told him, too. I was like, yo, man, like, for whatever it's worth, like, I kind of put myself out there just because I wanted to show you what I can do in person, Yeah, you know, for, for whatever it's worth. And, you know, like, I didn't really expect anything of it. It's just, like, you want... Um, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not, like, that personal with him, like, I don't, I don't know him like that, but, you know, like, he, he's a, he's somebody that we all look up to, and he does some amazing things, Um, so, like, not that I ever really seek anybody's validation, but if somebody like Jeff, you know, invites you to something like that, like, it just made me feel even more like I'm on the right track, you know, because, you know, having a family, you know, you kind of think, like, this DJ thing, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to juggle. Um, but that was, that was just more like affirmation that like, you know, I'm doing something right. So, yeah, you are doing something right. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, back to what it is, like the retreat is just like, it's crazy. Like every DJ that is dope that you can think of, you know, from past and present, you know, hip hop pioneers, like literally like, as soon as you walk in, like it's like DJ Premier was chilling with Pete Rock and Biz Markey, like in the corner, and like Questlove is over in the corner, and like um, you know, like I shared like a ride with Craze and Z Trip, and it's just like, what's going oh my on right God. now? You know, you're basically just like, all right, I hope I don't wake up anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's just like it's an experience of a lifetime. Yeah, so you just you just got to soak it all in, you know, like. We're not really like allowed to be like all on our phones posting, which right. I think is cool because yeah, you know, it's like, great. Just soak everything in, and they have like, um, you know, like all the big, you know, Pioneer, Ableton, whatever. Like they're just showing us new gear and giving, you know, helping us. You know, so like it's yeah. not just about hanging out. You know, like it's about giving us the tools that that we need as you know DJs or musicians or rappers, singers, whatever. It's not just a DJ thing. It's a music thing, but giving us the tools that we need to succeed and inspiring us all, connecting us all so that, you know, we push music further. Like, that's really what it's all about. That's so dope. It's amazing. What was there any like funny, crazy shit that happened like that stands out to you? Like any one funny moment or or something you learned about someone that you wouldn't have expected or something? Yeah. yeah. Give me a one. Yeah. 
All good. Get those coughs yeah. out. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that Chic Good Time song. So we had yeah. like a DJ challenge where there was like every DJ that was there. Um, we all had to do like this line of like just repeating good times. And, you right. know, not to call out names, but some people were a little rusty and just couldn't get, you know, just couldn't <laughs> cue it back at least once or twice. Right. Um, so that that was kind of funny. Um <laughs> Oh God! That, imagine yeah. the embar—not the embarrassment, but just the feeling, the pressure of going up in between all those people. It's just so high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh shit. Um, it's all also, good. Um, I was just—you uh, know—there's some greenery things going on and stuff like that. Uh, but right. uh, you know, like the junkies are like kind of like pretty. Uh, you know, like that—that's what they're known for. You know. Yeah. So I. Um, you know, like I'm chilling at a table with like a few of the homies and there happened to be like a green bean, like a soggy green bean on the table, like leftover from lunch or dinner or whatever. And, you know, like it's like very dim outside and it just kind of looks like a, it. <laughs> it, it just looked like a joint. Oh, so, wow. I, so we just like I just started like I just started like just going up to people and I was like, yo, like you know, you want to hit this and like a few people, like, I think I got a track. Um, and then he realized like, it was just like a green bean or whatever. But I went up to Babu and I was like, yo, Babs, like, I know like you smoke and like, I, you know, like I've been a fan for a long time. Um, you know, like it'd be like so dope to smoke with like one of the junkies, like, what's up? Like, you want to do this? He's like, oh, hell yeah, man, let's do it. I was like, all right, man, here you go. Like, like that shit and like he took it and he was just like what the fuck is this shit and just like threw it on the floor and i was like yo it's a green bean man but um <laughs> but yeah that, that was pretty You're like this is a crazy strain right here it's called a uh, green bean indica yeah yo that is hilarious wow and that led you to meet probably i don't know if that's where you met him but um to be able to do bastard's barbecue scratch bastard he has an amazing party that he tours around oh yeah yeah was yeah, that i mean I, did that no, come I, from that or you know him from just yeah i just know him from just so yeah but that's tight well i'm sure how was that playing where did you play that uh in where you live or um no nah, it was uh austin for South oh yeah Central. that's what it was yeah. it was last year right south by southwest um, or I don't even know. Oh, the it year is, before. Well, yeah, I don't even know was, what year it, it is right last now. Year. <laughs> it, it was last year. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was like because South by South. Like one year ago, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah. That's dope. And uh, I know that you know you've done some battling in your days. You and en- you entered the three style Red Bull three style. Uh, what was your experience like in that? Did you enter once, or you were in a few of them? um i did it twice oh yeah twice uh, yeah like so like the the last two years i i did it i um, saw you in philly i think i was at the finals in philly when you did you do that am i just yeah, blurring yeah. everything i did together? philly and then this year was in san francisco okay i was randomly in philly that night and then i just was like oh shit all the homies are here <laughs> i ended up going to the club seeing all you guys yeah that was a fun night um yeah it was cool i mean me personally like i didn't do what i wanted to do Right. In the competition, but you know, like, I'm not mad at the experience. Like, I yeah. think, um, you know, you just got to try. And sometimes, you know, like, it hits and sometimes it doesn't. And, like, definitely, like, in San Francisco, like, it just wasn't my night. But, right. you know, I had a good time. 
It is Did you learn is. anything? I, like, was there anything that you thought you knew, but then lo- took away from it at the end? Um, no, I mean, I just, uh, right. For me personally, like, I just realized that like, I don't want, I don't like battling. Yes. Like I, I, I said it before, you know, but like, even like I said it, I knew this about myself. Um, but then when I entered, I, that was just me like trying to step out of my comfort zone and like try my, my best at it, you know? Um, but you know, and I think like that year I had gotten third place. So, you know, it's like, if I come back the following year, you know, like it it makes sense, you know? Um, but yeah, like I'm just, now I'm just more focused just on doing my own thing. Cause you know, it's, it's all great. Like three styles. Great. Like you should put yourself out there and try. Um, right. But I'm just good at doing my thing, and that's just really, like, what I want to focus on. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of su- successful DJs that don't battle, you know, right. and they do, they do fine. So. Yeah, um, and win or lose, you have probably have so many more people that follow you now because of them seeing you there. It's not like you did something whack. You just didn't necessarily get the first place. So sometimes... Also, I've seen some of the people that win that aren't even around anymore and some of the lower down ones still get known. It's just kind of what you make of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's it's cool for DJing, you know, like they have all the, the right people behind it, you know, like I think yeah. it's, it's it's good for the culture. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think like what I gained from it is just like friendships, you know, like connecting with, with people like the other competitors and... right and that kind of thing um but yeah you know like you do if you if i can gain a few more you know supporters like that's always good too right someone asked me i i put up uh for the internet to ask you questions and um someone wrote me one of them i'm gonna go down to for a sec because it relates to this but um dj tequila and ice that's a good name we know what that person likes to drink um that's their twitter name too or or instagram dj tequila and ice asks do you have real beef with matsu we saw you roast him bad in the three style battle (laughs) um no i don't i would don't have i've i've had love for matsu like you know i i roasted him but that's like what battling is yeah exactly Um, but i think some people don't know if it's wrestling or real life (laughs) No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, like, honestly, like, the thing that kind of got to me, and, and I, told, I told him about this, is, like, he, um, you know, battling, like, is, like, that's, that's a part of battling, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. But, you know, like, he had posted, like, a few pictures of, like, my wife and, and stuff like that, and I was, like, that's not cool, you know, just because, like, right. I, um, that's just, like, not how I get down, like, that's crossing the line. And, right. um, you know, but I had always had love for him. So, like, I, I hashed it out with him. Um, and maybe, you know, like, maybe he didn't know. But, you know, like, we're we're cordial now. And, like, that's what it is. But that 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 kind of led me to just kind of, like, go in on him. But, right. <laughs> you know, like, if it's, it, like, to me, like, like I, I guess that's why, like, I just shouldn't be battling, you know. But it, it, but it's like there's there's just certain lines for me that you don't cross. Like had right. it just been strictly like just on some DJ shit, like oh you can't scratch or whatever. Like it, even like you know clowning on my appearance, like that's all fine and dandy. But like when you bring my family into it, like 
come on that, it becomes stuff. real yeah like yeah. i saw even when those uh online versus battles the timbaland um swizz ones i saw them have you know so many people have gone and they had manny fresh versus scott storch and i think manny fresh approached it from the dj battle point and scott storch approached it from yo i'm gonna make play beats and like show you what i have and he was hitting him with like things that were like pretty hardcore like news reports of him getting like losing all his money and being addicted to drugs <laughs> you know it was like i think he apologized after because he was like okay i you know you don't know how anyone's gonna approach the battle and probably like you said it's all in good fun and no one's trying to take do it personal but i guess things can go too far you know yeah, yeah i mean you live and you learn. Shout out Matsu. Like, yeah, shout out Matsu. It's, it's all good. I mean, just people are different, and that's just like not how I am. I, yeah, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, but. DJ Tequila and Ice got to the bottom of that. So yeah. <laughs> that's like that's the ultimate DJ name. What if you don't like Tequila anymore, and that's still your DJ name? I don't know. DJ or what if they don't have Ice? <laughs> DJ Henny, all up in my cup. Um. That uh, all right? I'm gonna hit some other internet questions soon. But um, as far as um, so, we talked about three style stuff, and um, you know, being on the internet a lot. Um, what about like your organization process? I know it sounds like a nerdy question, but a lot of people love to hear about that on here. Like, do you have any sort of organization process in your Serato or iTunes for how you do your music, or is it just kind of I'm going in doing whatever? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just uh, mostly I'm just going in and yeah. a lot of like just random like asterisks or like flame emojis or whatever. Right. Um, you know, or like if I get like some new shit, like I just throw it in a crate and I'm just like, play this today or like, you know, like or just date it that way. Like whatever, you know, like. I knew that I had gotten some fire that day or whatever, so I'll yeah. just kind of go go back to it or I don't know. Um, that's like kind of as far as like my organization has has gone. To be honest, um, I feel you. Same. But uh, I used to be a lot more organized. You know, like I'd have like you know stuff for the club or like brunch stuff or like right. shit. I shit I like. Like I literally had a folder called shit I like. Um, yeah, me too. Just you know, just stuff like that. Um, but. Uh, I had to like re like uh I had lost all my stuff so like you know oh, I had to do it all and I just haven't gotten around to like reorganizing everything but me just being like I just know a lot of music I guess so I'm able to just play off you know my memory and my gut uh, being on the radio for so long like that all that stuff is just stuck in my head and you know like all the I don't know I just yeah. retain a lot of music and i just prefer just to like go in yeah. yeah dope that's 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 there's no right or wrong way basically everybody i ask has like a whole dip some people are so into it and some people are just kind of like look i put dope shit and i go <laughs> yeah um what about um have you had any dj fails or embarrassing stories at any of your gigs that like stand out to you or are you perfect? No. <laughs> it's all good if you don't know any off the dome, but sometimes I mean, not. A, I don't have any like off the dome. I mean, like I think DJs who do drink, like we've all had one of those nights. Right? You know? Do you drink when you DJ? Yeah, 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 
Yeah, but I, I can't really like drink like I used to. Um, right, me either. So like I, I try to chill it out. Um, I'm a basic bitch. I be drinking White Claw and shit now. Like stuff <laughs> that just kind of keeps me right here. But you know, like I'm not trying to. You know. I know. I can't get like super faded. Like I feel so horrible after. Yeah. What um, what about um, like your approach when when we were out in the world like what about your approach to like getting new gigs or dealing with like promoters or club owners like did you have a way of doing that or getting in good with them or hanging you know like sort of nurturing your relationships with those people or or were you just kind of banking on like i'm a dope dj they're gonna hit me up or like um no i mean i wouldn't say banking on the fact that i think i'm a good dj Right. I think just, you know, like you have to at first believe in yourself and be confident enough, yeah. you know, like it, it's, if you don't have that much, like I think, you know, a lot of people like they can see that off top, you yeah. know, like they, they want to sure. be confident, you know, like in hiring somebody that, you know, is going to do a great job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just being who I am, like that's kind of, I know it sounds like pretty cliche, but you know, like I try not to let like this whole like industry and the way people can be like in it kind of yeah. get to me. Like right. as long as I feel like I'm being true to myself, like that's, that's the best I can do. So, um, you know, like I try my best to just treat people how I would want to be treated, you know, follow up with them and not only hit people up for, you know, like when I need something or need a gig or whatever, you know, yeah. just kind of check in here or there, or, like, you know, right. Um, but yeah, that's just be that's a, a good me. human being. <laughs> yeah, be a good human being, and you know, obviously, this is a profession, so you know, send up you know follow up emails or whatever you yeah. know after the after the gig or whatever. But yeah, when you try new things in the club, like we were talking about mistakes earlier, do you have a way that you recover? Like I know I have like a a folder of acapella loops or of all tempos. Like if you're like, oh, I tried that, that didn't work. I'm gonna go to this surefire thing or like a a song that always works or something like that yeah i mean there's always like those recovery songs if you will but um i don't know it just depends on the mood like sometimes i'll just straight up get on the mic and call myself out and be like yo let's keep let's keep it moving or whatever kind of like you Uh, did in that video right yeah yeah you're like okay i fucked up i'm going back but it was dope and then you really brought it back and the beat was saying that right it was like bring the beat back bring the beat yeah yeah. i saw your comment that's it was that was it was tight because it kind of almost seemed like you did it on purpose yeah um that's dope so just kind of basically i you know don't be afraid to try new things and just come back from it you're gonna learn from that but also like be you know you can't be selfish and think that everybody wants to hear you, you know, just yeah. going off the wall, you know, right. like scratch, scratching and stuff like that. You know, like, yeah, um, I like to do it because it's, it's a part of like, it's how I DJ, but I also yeah. try to be tasteful with Same. how I do it too. Yeah. It's a give yeah. and take with you and the audience and stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into some questions from the internet. Um, let me see what some people wrote. We got, um, DJ, oh, so I don't know if we even mentioned it earlier, but you're in Arizona. Um, you're the second DJ in a row we've had that uh, comes from Arizona because we had fashion on last time. Um, 
But uh, so obviously Arizona produces some amazing DJs. We got to get Z Trip on here soon. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what's the? Oh, so DJ Yellow Wave writes in. What's the state of culture of DJing in Phoenix, Arizona? And are there any upcoming DJs that you like? Well, I know Yellow Wave. And okay. And I he like sucks. Him. No, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> he likes you. You're dope. <laughs> yeah, no, he's actually a homie. And I think, like, dope. He, he's a good DJ. You know, he's definitely got the right mindset. And um, right. he what's cares the, about it. What's the state of culture, like, of other DJs where you live? Is there? Or is it just kind of everywhere? I think it's, it's kind of the same everywhere you go. I think yeah. definitely, like, the internet kind of um, has broken down a lot of barriers. Um, so, like... I don't know. How does that make sense? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like um, in Arizona, I mean, there, there's a bunch of dope DJs. Yeah, so um, many. Yeah, I, I just think that, like, there is... Arizona really has a lot. I mean, JR, Cutswell, like, there's... Yeah, yeah, JR, uh, Cutswell, Javen, um, you know, Fashion oh, yeah. and Z-Trip were once, right. you know, in Phoenix. My brother, Matt Villa... Um, oh, Matt V. He's super on the dope. Up. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, wherever you go, there's always going to be dope DJs and yeah. not so dope DJs. I think, <laughs> right. like, you know, I just think, like, pushing yourselves, you know, like putting yourself out there um, yeah. is really good because, you know, like everybody is like paying attention to what's online, I guess. So, like, when right. you have so many cats from one place, like, you know, uh, Javen or Yellow Wave or whoever is from a certain city and they're putting out, you know, good yeah. material. I mean, I think that that just makes our community shine as a city even more. Right. So, well, uh, and Zomano, a.k.a. DJ Zo, uh, another past guest from two episodes ago, asks, how are your chirp flares so crispy? Crispy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Very crispy. I don't know, that, that was one of those scratches that, like, I think just being hamster, like, I just kind of fell into, um, yeah. if that makes any sense for people that scratch hamster, like, I wouldn't say that scratching hamster, like, makes um, scratching easier. Yeah. Like, there's certain scratches that you can do, like, cutting normal, and they work better that way, and then there's other scratches that, you know, you can do in hamster. And for those that don't know, hamster is just reversing the crossfader um, right but that's that's how i scratch and yeah it's for me it's just like comfortable to do, do you dj things. like that as well or just scratch? <laughs> now you got me coughing do you dj like that or or just scratch um i dj like that so like okay juggling doubles like right i do it all it's hard um, to get my mind like on that backwards mode i've never been able to do it i don't know for <laughs> shit We're both coughing now, now what's yeah. happening Okay, we're going to, by the time this makes, episode comes out, we're going to be in the hospital both. <laughs> Not a joke, yeah. sorry. It just, it just makes sense to me. It's just like, what's right. comfortable, I guess. Dope. Uh, Mario Mars Solis asks, what's your ultimate DJ goal? I mean, that's a big question. I mean, just to be timeless and exist. I don't even like the word relevant because I feel like people like, relevant is something that's like for today so it's like if i'm gonna make a song like this song i'm gonna make a relevant song it's relevant because it sounds like drake or migos or whatever like 
I want to be timeless. Like I want like the work that I do to like last, you know, like to, to hold up well or hold the test of time. Well, I guess. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I want to just do dope shit too. Like I do want to play like cool gigs and parties and all that stuff and get respect from my peers. But obviously like, I mean, I, I would love this, you know, like, I mean, I guess all this shit has been taken away. Right. You know, for the most part. And I'm still DJing in my room for hours at a time. So if that doesn't tell you that I love what I'm doing, then I don't know what else does. But yeah, um, I just, you know, I love doing what I do. I just want to keep doing it for as long as I can. Yeah. No, I, I think you said it in the beginning. You want to be timeless, which I think is a simple and like perfect answer, you know, encapsulates all the stuff you said. Um, all right. We got a few more. This... Uh, this guy wrote in a bunch of them. Dope, it's Domino. He said, oh "Gosh, <laughs> you want me not to read them?" <laughs> nah, go, go ahead. Let's see. I can just tell you all three that he said at once. You can pick and choose. He first right, asked, um, "Do you fold your toilet paper or crush it?" <laughs> I definitely okay. crush it, and I put it in the trash can when I'm done with it. What? <laughs> oh damn! You're really spreading the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Hell, nah, hell no, bro. Nah. Um, all right, we're learning a lot of today. All right, he will also wants to know what inspires you on a musical level. On a musical level, not on a toilet paper level. <laughs> um, music, musical, like. Yeah, what what do you know. like musically right now, or what's what's your passion? You know, what got you into this? Was there some songs when you first started DJing that you were super excited to play for people, or a genre or something? Yeah, I mean, um, I love hip hop. I love classic yeah. music. So like, right, me too. You know, all Timeless. like, you know, like R and B. You know, breaks. Um, right. I guess I'm just like an old soul. Yeah, uh, I love like lowrider oldies and shit. Um, but, you know, I guess what inspires me musically, like, as far as, like, what when I DJ, like, um, I try to make my DJing musical, you know, because often, you know, like, DJs get this r- bad rep is, like, everybody comes up to us and they're just, like, you know, like, doing yes. the corny scratch thing in your face. Right. And they think that it's not musical. Yeah. So, um, I guess, like, I try to make what I do, um, like... I try to like, so the heads uh, like fuck with it yep. and respect it, but also like the masses, they're like, well, like I understand what he's doing. Like, that's cool. Like I want to DJ too or whatever. Right. You know? No, I think that's perfect. I think you really do do that. Like I noticed that from your, your DJ sets from, from your routines, they can be so technical, but you're still coming through with the musicality and your scratches are like, you know, show offy in a good way, but also like percussive and part of the music. And, you know, it's hard to do that. I think people like I've seen Buck Rogers do that. And there's certain DJs that really have that inside of them to be able to utilize the technical skills, but keep the musicality and please the masses, but also have the heads be like, damn, son, how'd you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. He also wanted to know what's your favorite. Uh, what's your favorite V-neck to DJ in? <laughs> um definitely the, deep, the deepest v sleeve, sleeveless v neck <laughs> sleeveless v let's do yeah. it 
Um, all right. Uh, Money Mike wants to know what's your all time favorite gig? My all time favorite gig? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, or maybe something that, that stands out as like, f- you feel like, wow. I feel like I got to the next level from here or something, you know, kind of like the jazzy Jeff thing in a way, but, um, you know, yeah, is there anything I mean, like I that? I think that, um, that was, that was really cool. I mean, yeah. what was cool about that gig, uh, obviously like playing in front of jazzy Jeff, but also like I missed a part of the story where like it was, I didn't play like on a traditional setup. So like oh. when I, when I got there, um, so they told me like, Hey, like the DJ booth, um, we don't usually use turntables, but we're allowing Jeff to play on turntables because he has this new technology called Phase. And uh, also, it, he wouldn't show up if you didn't let him play. With, I mean, yeah, I yeah think, of course. On. He's Jazz but, um, Jeff. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have Phase at the time, and so they're like, unless you know you have Phase, like you know you gotta play on the CDJs. So I look at the CDJs and it's two turntables s9 cool but then there's also a cdj on the outside right of of the turntable so like you know i'm i'm a short dude you know what i'm saying like i don't have the the biggest wingspan so like i'm literally djing like you can't even see my whole wingspan in in the frame but like i'm djing like that you know like (laughs) all night but that's the worst I, i had um i had a lot of confidence because you know like i've played on cdj's a lot and and I knew I can like still pull off shit um, yeah. like that DJing like that so right like, <laughs> with the wingspan style yeah I was like I was like you know I'll I'll do it so it was cool because you know like not only did like I I do a good job I guess um they they were kind of geeking it was like Jeff and Scribble were in the back and right. they just kept like tapping me on the shoulders and they were like yo are you really doing that right now because I was just like <laughs> doing that all night Um, right but yeah that's that's some by any means necessary shit yeah yeah but i I think like that's probably recently like the gig that that stands out um yeah oh and and mexico was cool too uh mexico city that was pretty cool to go go back to the homeland or the motherland yeah when was that um i want to say like six months ago or something like that Nice. I don't know, but it but it was pretty cool. You know, I, I I'm Mexican American. I was born in the states, but I don't uh I don't speak Spanish either. But just to like, <laughs> was that like, like oh shit? Uh, <laughs> huh? Were people like trying to talk to you, and you're like, nah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, well, um, shit. I actually have a homie that like that was able to translate for me. Oh, that's um, good. So it was pretty cool, um, and just to have them like you know rocking with me like these are the mexican people and shit and they're yeah they're rocking with me it's pretty tight it was like overlooking like the whole like basically like what would be like the white house but like in mexico it was just like on some some balcony like the illest view and just like crazy you know playing that's great oh yeah i meant to ask you earlier about um you were said the little the little stature thing but i know we have a mutual friend uh frankie quinones yeah he had that video little homie awareness uh (laughs) (laughs) but i know that like um he's an amazing comedian he has a lot of hilarious characters like creeper from cholo fit and all that and i know you've done stuff with him like 
you've DJed at his shows, right? Or he's come to your shows and vice versa. What yeah, was that both. like? <clears throat> um, like DJing so, for like a comedy crowd. Like I know DJing and DJs <clears throat> and comedians have like this weird interconnected thing. So like, was what was that like DJing for a comedy club crowd? Um, it well, first of all, shout out to to Creeper and um, yeah, big shout. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it it really wasn't that like uncomfortable. Like it was it wasn't uncomfortable at all. Yeah. Just because I feel like. Like how you said, like, we share this, like, connection because I think, you know, like, a lot of what they do is is just feeding off of the crowd and improving, And it's the yeah. same thing, like, with, with a good DJ. So, like, totally. he'd be up there and he'd say something. And then, like, I just, like, something would click, like, right away. And then I'd grab, like, the right sample or the right song to drop. And, um, you yeah. know, like, I'm I'm grateful that, you know, he trusts me enough and, like, gave me the opportunity to like shine in that sense like not just be like some fixture on the stage like he really like had me like just be a part of the whole show you know right yeah so that's dope shout to shout to comedians that respect the djs especially russell peters uh was a dj himself but he brings starting from scratch and spin bad with him and definitely showcases the art at his comedy shows um dope all right let's see a couple more um (coughs) what um let's see dj jake the snake said what's your best routine and how do you be a dope dj (laughs) i mean you can answer that however you want do you have a best routine um no i wouldn't say i have a best routine i don't know they're all good there's there's certain like things that i like to do um yeah you know, like like the the four twenty shit yesterday. Like I um yeah, I always got a kick out of like that Looney's line where he's like, and every time we with Chris, that fool rolling up a fatty. Like I love that sh- shit like that where it's like personal to me. Where like I yeah. feel like I can insert in my DJing that feels good. But I wouldn't really say that I have like a favorite routine to pull off. Um, as far as being a dope DJ, I would just say just like really just do what you love to do and just like carve that lane out and just follow that like don't let anybody like tell you what you're doing like won't work because i personally had people um tell me that like yo nobody cares about the scratch that you're doing or the routine that you're doing and like you know and looking down the road you know like that's the shit that sold me and like you know made me who i am and carved out my own lane um so yeah just just follow your your gut and just do dope shit and yeah yeah tight all right a couple more uh the keving or i think is his name he said did you celebrate 420 yesterday if so what did you smoke and do because today's uh the 21st of april yeah (laughs) nah um nah man i didn't i wish i could but i know <laughs> nah, yeah i was telling my friend I, yesterday i'm like 420 mixed with homeschooling is yeah. not a good combo i'm like i got parent teacher conferences on zoom and i'm teaching my kids things and then people are like yo smoking blunts yo i'm like it doesn't mix that good yeah yeah exactly i'm in the same boat as you i have a five-year-old daughter and you know we're doing like the seesaw app and zoom Me meetings and, yeah. and stuff like that and then i got a two-year-old son too so 
you know, like I'm all down with the multi, but yes, of course. Like you know, you gotta be you gotta be smart when you got a family. But I guess I did kind of celebrate because I did a little um, like a little hour long set on uh, from one of my residencies accounts, and I played like nothing but you know weed tunes. I guess. Smoke oh, I tunes. love that. That's dope. Yeah. What? Um. All right, let's do two more. Um. Or actually, we don't have that many. I mean, we answered some of these. Someone else asked, um, Easy Buckets asked, do you see yourself taking another shot at the Red Bull 3 style? But you already said no, right? Yeah, no, I'm good. I just want to really just focus on um, just staying consistent with my own content and just like evolving as a DJ and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, um, are you working on? any specific projects you want to tell people about or um, just kind of doing your thing, DJing nonstop like we see online and, and putting out those videos. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, this time has like really made me like kind of, you know, like, like I said, like pay more attention to my YouTube and get some more stuff on there. And um, what's your YouTube address? It's just DJ Chris Villa. Okay. Dope. All of my social is uh, DJ Chris Villa. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I got like a a new series with BeatSource. It's called Playlisted. So it's basically like the curated playlist that they make. Um, you know, like I do a routine with those. So like uh, the last one that's going to drop is the art of storytelling. So they did a whole playlist with you know rap tunes that that tell stories. You know, so it's like uh, you know Slick Rick. Um, what is it children's story or whatever um just like uh you know ghetto boys uh my mind's playing tricks on me like yeah like tunes that tell stories and then i just i come up with a routine and like weave them all together so that's like the new monthly thing that's that's dropping Um, i love it all right i can't wait to see that um and that's through beat source so that's the beat source family shout out dj city and beat source um, dope. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. You want to leave in the DJs and the audience with uh, any other advice or what would you tell young DJs coming up out there? What, what should they be focusing on? I mean, you gave them a lot of gems this whole time, but just. Yeah, I and, mean, just just be cool. Be cool people. Yeah. Um, especially during this time, like just stay safe and, yeah, you know, focus on your family. Like it's all good to like be creating and and that kind of thing but at the same time like if you need just need to take some time for yourself and just reevaluate things or just like chill out you know like that's all good too like don't feel the pressure like i know like there's a lot of people like putting that pressure on and yeah you know like i um at first i kind of like saw like oh you know like like there was like a meme that said like oh like if you uh if you don't come out of this like a better whatever you know right you know like at first i was like yeah like i I fuck with that but now i'm just kind of like nah you know like it's just it's all good just to to chill out you know it's also Uh, good to come out of this alive (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) we're all just we're doing this to try to survive and save people lives so yeah exactly i think that's good good way to look at it but yeah um i don't know Dope. Well, yo, Chris Via, thank you so much for being on the 20 podcast. Really appreciate it. And um, find him online, just like we said, at DJ Chris Via on all platforms. Look out for his um, the 
the series that you're doing with Beat Source. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to see the storytelling one. And um, thank you again. We will talk to you soon, my dude. Yeah, thanks, bro. All right, peace. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.